I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This week in league, NRL Magic Round lives up to its name, ending the reign of Trent Barrett. And they misread the marketing and played like they thought it was Magic Mushroom Round. Mick Potter takes out a short-term loan on garden furniture. Plus... We look forward to all the action for round 11 of the 2022 NRL season. All that more this week in league. Welcome to episode 464 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. And I'm Glenn. How you going, fellas? Just had a little bit of voice crack. I just thought nearly, oh. nearly fucking, uh, nearly hit puberty while I was, we were doing the intro there. Um, <laughs> yeah. How you going, fellas? Great. Is that like a throwback? It's like the, the origins of the show? You, you and Glenny sitting around at 14? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh. uh, like a fake origin fucking, story? Yeah, good. Nate's fucking hit puberty. He might start to mature. <laughs> Surely you jest. That's never going to fucking happen. Fuck the balls. balls might drop. Oh, they, f- they dropped the King Kong fucking balls, bitch. <laughs> um. <laughs> now, listen, uh, we, we kind of went over the magic round business so, you know, at the, in the last episode. Uh, are there any new particular news items that you want to talk was about, a long fellas? Time ago. Um, yeah, it was a long time ago. It was like all of an hour ago we started talking about it. Um, one thing has happened while we were recording the, the first episode, though, is that uh, Bellamy is... Uh, what was that fucking... That must have been a Skype thing. Skype was making some noise at me. No. So, but Bellamy has committed to one more year with the Melbourne Storm. So he'll coach again in 2023 after... Uh, you know, some speculation and some thoughts that he was uh, potentially going to pull the pin, at least at the Melbourne Storm, if not if not altogether. It is interesting. Um, the the talk the talk about him leaving has been on for for four or five years now. You know, and yeah, yeah, and there's been that thing of oh, and it really felt like it was going to happen this time, didn't it? Well, he's got grandkids and this and. Was the Titans job he was up for recently? Was that the last one, or was that a was it a Broncos job? Anyway, it was oh, he'll come to um, Queensland. The, yeah, oh, the Broncos were trying to know, negotiate the, something, weren't the, they? The, the grandkid lives up here, and who wouldn't want to live near their grandkids and, and you know coach footy or whatever it was. So, um, I'm almost starting to feel like after he finishes coaching, that'll be it for it. Whereas previously, I've thought it it'd look like he'd migrate into a like a Gus type overseeing role um, this almost feels like this will be his last one and then he'll disappear for a little while maybe come back in the future but yeah um, yeah interesting I've always picked him to to fucking die in the coach's box 
you know, like he's just that intense and and clearly is so passionate about it. I I thought, you know, okay, maybe maybe not in the coach's box, uh, but as you say, in a Gus type role, uh, yep. or or more impressively, in a Tim Sheens type role. Um, no, yeah. the storm, the storm are good, Glady. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, just to continue, you know, continue the the legacy and the success that. You know, and still be instrumental in in having that um, the influence and and his impact on the club, which has been so important in this you know era that they've yeah. experienced. So, yeah. um, just to just you know, he's got his detractors by way of his his personality, but you can't deny what the man has, has brought to the table and, and the level of success that has come about. In, in no small part due to him. So I guess he's free to do whatever the fuck he wants, but... If- well, I mean, he's quoted as saying, uh, the quote says, uh, I'm 63, I'll be 64 at the end of the year. I just don't want to be too old to be able to enjoy life a bit. I don't think I'm going to be a traveller. I have four grandkids now, and I love spending time with them. With this job, even with three of them living in Melbourne, I don't get to see him that much. Not having to get up every morning and be thinking about footy and handling the team today, trying to get over the disappointment or relation of the weekend. I was just looking for a different lifestyle. That to me says mm. a guy that'll fuck gladly walk the fuck just away. Just walk yeah. away, yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And again, if he plays it smart, you know, we're, like we're all talking about how he would stick with a club. And fair enough, if the Melbourne Storm yep. are home, that's fine. You know, if you if you feel feel some sort of community or family there. That's more than a lot of people get out of their work life. More power to you. But from a purely, you know, capitalistic point of view, he would have clubs lining up to pay him hundreds of thousands of dollars, not to align with them and work with them, but for him to come in and do a review. You know, do a systems and processes review of their football department. Be like, well, you know, fucking hell, you have one guy... Who who isn't a physiotherapist? He's a um, massage therapist. What what the fuck? You need these physios and these medical specialities, and you need this doctor, and you need this program, and you need this 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 this. Just the expertise he could put into clubs. I think it would raise the whole level of the game. Mm, that's a fair point. Mm. Right. Um, so at this stage, he's, he's he's back for one year, and you know, if nothing else, what it is going to achieve is it might assist the Storm in retaining the services of Cameron Munster. Yeah, that's it. And yeah. probably for a, a a period of contract longer than Bellamy's committed to. Yeah. Okay. That's going to say they may they may hang on to him, but does he then start signing one year deals or two year deals or? So yeah. let, let's say Craig Bellamy leaves at the end of this one. Does Billy Slater yep. get a sniff based on being the origin coach? Are the Storm that silly? Yes. Yeah, wow. Well, this is the, this, like at the moment, I mean, I, I wouldn't even say whether it's silly or not. We don't, we don't know what he's like as a coach. He might be a fucking natural talent. I mean, players, you know, might respond to the threat to being, you know, fucking jump kicked in their face. At training, or you know, in the in the dressing room, or whatever. Yeah. Don't worry about yeah. setting your alarms, boys. I am sliding in, studs up, and waking you all up myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You know what I did on the yeah. weekend? 
I went and took opportunistic photos with four players that used to play for this team and now don't have jobs or homes anymore. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah. Oh, well, all uh, the, best. the other big news, of course, was uh, yeah, coaching news, of course, is Trent Barrett resigned. Um, we've had some yeah, stories coming out now you know, in the in the aftermath of that, such as Josh Jackson saying that he attempted to save Trent Barrett's job. He fronted the board to fight for the, quote, brilliant coach. And... Um, Jackson, who's obviously like a, a a bulldog's lifer, you know he's uh, I, I felt like more, but he's he's played two hundred twenty seven games for the doggies, and uh, he's he's taking responsibility for the departure, and uh, yeah, on behalf of all the players, obviously saying that the players are responsible for performances on the, on the field and haven't been getting results, and that's why it's all there. But he went he he uh, knew the board were going to sit down on Monday to have a chat about the future and the results, and he asked if he could speak to them. And uh, to let the board know that Trent had the support of all the players. Um, Did he though? So yeah, <laughs> Thor dot gift. Well, if I'm if I'm the board, I just turn around and say, well, why why hasn't that been been out there? Where, where's the how? Yeah, how and you say he's such a brilliant. You say he's a brilliant coach, but um, where's the attacking structures? That's it. You know, because one thing, I mean, I, I, I think indirectly, I, th- I don't think he's saying that. In, uh, uh, I don't think he's trying to say that, but I think inadvertently that's what he is saying because, you know, one thing you can say for dogs this year is I think that they've definitely been a more committed side that's sort of hung in games yeah. longer Long than they should have. with the, um, and But they haven't been able to, to, to score points. And I think that just generally speaking, you know, there are obviously individual exceptions within that squad, but overall, a very untalented side. Yeah. Like the, the, you know, and and that's what Jackson, yeah, he, he wouldn't think he's going in there saying that, but that's essentially what he's saying, that they are shit. Yes, that's and, um, and, and But and also I guess, maybe a I little bit threatening. You know, he's got the full support of the players. So, and then some of the movements that have had, obviously Naden fucking jump ship, Within twenty four hours, yeah, it um, seems like some of, yeah, it seems like some of the players didn't have the some players didn't have the full support of the Gus. No, I expect. exactly. Although with the Naden thing, it looks like there was just a positional thing. Like he wasn't going to play centre at the Dogs, mm. so he's yeah. going okay. I'll go somewhere where I can play centre um, because a part time first grader elsewhere can walk into any position on the field. Like Jackson Hastings, lucky that he didn't want to play seven. I, I'm just going to hang this call yeah. up because I've had enough of you already in this episode. <laughs> well, Jacko, well, Jacko did want to play seven, and that's how, and, that, and that's what he got. That's right. And then the and then the Dal, and then the Dalian halfback of the year from you know sixty years ago or whatever has had, had to get you know it was very there was a lot of ceremony around the fact that he was going to wear the six. That's it. So <laughs> how do we turn this around on the Tigers? I, I hear yeah. I hear that Brett Naden's relatives are less of a punish to have in the dressing room than Jackson Hastings. Oof. Yeah, I think that's un- that, that's unequivocally true. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be. I mean, you know, for all the talk about for all the talk about Jacko coming back from England, like, you know, he's grown up and he's a different man now, and obviously that's translated to his performance on the field and the clear leadership qualities that we can see from on the field from Jacko. Um, yeah, no one said anything about, about his old man fucking... <laughs> Changing it all. <laughs> um, Slow yeah, news week after left. Magic Round. How good? 
Oh, I think I just think that fucking everyone's everyone's had the terrible Tuesday. So I'll tell you what this this week in fucking bullshit joke journalism. Paul Vaughan. Um, yes. Oh, how fucking good! I knew you'd go off. Like, go. Okay, so here here we go again. Um, we have the Fox News website mm-hmm. publishing a story where they try to make it look like they've gotten an exclusive interview with a an, an, a knowledgeable fucking um, footy brain, which is the Daily Telegraph's Paul Crawley, who is the fucking... It, it's the same business. Everyone that works mm-hmm. for the Daily Telegraph also works for Fox News or Fox Sports. Fucking same, same, but different, but still same. And... The entire fucking article, right? So after the the announcement of Barrett quitting, um, yeah, rightly so. That there was a whole bunch of media right outside training when the dogs walked mm-hmm. out, and Paul Vaughan's had a bit of a go, you know, like, it, and essentially said, "Well, fucking really, like, do you have to do this right now?" Yeah, you guys are clowns. You're the problem. Yeah, you're part you know, of the problem. He, yeah. he said you're the, you're the worst sorts of people. Um, yeah. To which, you know, one could respond, where is the lie? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I assume that on the hierarchy of, of most things, there are, you know, um, pedophiles, Nazis, um, Fox Sports journalists. So, mm-hmm. uh, and and he, like, he had a good old crack at the media. And so Fox Sports has released an article disguised as news, essentially with a newspaper reporter, and I use that term lightly, um, talking about how he should have a look at himself. Mm. But if someone says you should have a look at yourself, generally what that is is an accusation of some sort of hypocrisy. Right? Yeah, yeah. These fucks are so inept at using the English language and the common phrases they're in that he goes... Paul Vaughan should have a good look at himself and goes on to slag him for being paid lots of money at the Dragons and then for not being paid as much money at the Bulldogs. <laughs> so he's saying, oh, he should have a good look at himself. He's not as good a player as he used to be. How the fuck does that work? That That's not even what the phrase means. It So much of this shit is just the Fox network circle jerking itself using its own commentators as if they are independent uh, external sources of information. And it's at the stage now where it is fucking sad. Yep. End rant. Agree with everything you said. And you know what? Here's a fucking open invitation to any Fox Sports journalist or Daily Telegraph columnist to get on and defend their position. Come on another form of media. We will fucking welcome you onto this show. No, we won't. Yes, we will, 100%. We'll keep it civil as long as they can answer the question, what sort of reporting do they actually provide? Apart from fucking bullshit opinion pieces. Generating... Yeah, and, yeah, and generating and, content and from their talk shows. Exactly. Like re- yeah. reporting on what happened 
of a fucking panel show at, in the newspaper. Please, fucking justify your existence. Absolute fucking flops. Right. Games, round 11. Let's do it. Thursday night. We're back to a Thursday night game, and it's the Newcastle Knights versus the Brisbane Broncos at McDonald Jones Stadium. The night side. Frizzell returns, and Milford makes his debut in the halves, in the six. Uh, Hoy drops out of the 17, along with uh, Suaso Sue, um, joining Jones, Gagai, and Clifford in the reserves. And uh, Thompson drops to the bench. The Broncos side, unchanged, although Tamari Martin may have injury concerns. Nothing written down there about Adam Reynolds, who I believe was uh, battling a groin injury through the week. This one seems fairly cut and dried, right, fellas? It For sure. It does. Yep. Interesting Broncos to see gonna keep riding how Milford goes, to be honest. I'm interested in that yeah, little, uh, revenge game. That little line. Um, but, yeah, I still think the Broncos will be far too strong for the Knights. Is he Bennett's trying to give himself a bigger fucking drop in legacy than Michael Jackson had? Saying, he, saying he'll sign Milford to the Dolphins? Oof. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. What's the deal that Milford has with the Knights? Is it just, uh, is it just this season or did he sign a couple yeah. of years? I don't recall what it was. No, nah, it's just this season. This one. Right, yeah. So, look, it's going to take time for him to, to you know, get up to where he needs to be is in the halves. Because fucking Tamari oh. Martin came back after his brain fucking leaking out of his skull and played like he'd never left. Yeah, actually, but he played he better. Had been, he he had been training. Yeah, he, he. I mean, he he actually had been training though. When yeah, Milford true. hasn't been allowed to train until re- very recently, when the the charges got cleared and he was able to register a contract and join the training group. So, yeah. um, and yeah, and and he likes to put he likes to put weight on Milford. But not only that, I I meant more in terms of just you know the combinations uh, yep. with uh, with Clune because Clune looks like he he looks to be the guy. You know, injury injuries aside, he looks to be the guy that is solidified in the Knights' halves there. Yeah. Um. With, with Clifford after getting hooked in that game and then playing Reggie's the next week. And at the moment, he's in the 21 uh, in the in the extended squad. So with Phoenix Crossland in there in 14, it looks like Clifford's got a, you know, a long battle ahead of him unless Milford implodes spectacularly. Yeah, okay. And, uh, but look, I think that oh, Broncos way too good, flying high at the moment, a lot of confidence, and I, you know I have no question that even if even if all that doesn't happen for them, Adam Reynolds still has the ability to to kick the Knights to death. Certainly does. Next one, oh Glennie, what are you doing Friday afternoon slash evening? Can we get? Can we do? A, can we do a game cast for a fucking hyperbowl slash Spoonapalooza <laughs> with the West Tigers taking on the Bulldogs? At the Lilyfield Rectangle, 6 p.m. pub slot game, and uh, the West Tigers side, Luke Brooks is out with the hamstring. So Oof. Jockey Madden will partner Hastings in the halves. Oh, this could Capole end Capole returns Brooks in the back great. line. Garner, back to the second row. Tualangi benched. Uh, Simkin is out with a concussion. And uh, Little comes in at hooker. Would you go so watch far, your kid's basketball game or would you watch this? That's the question. That's, a, that's the question. And, uh, of course, the magical name of uh, Brent Naden appears in number 21, who uh, I guess he's uh, got his opportunity to, to push into the centres to you know, potentially displacing Tyrone Peachy, his name there at the moment. Yes. 
the doggy side. Okay, so Naden gone, transferred to the opposition. Corey Riddell out after Corey Riddell was like legitimately knocked the fuck out. Yeah, in the Magic yeah. Round. Mm. Poor bastard. And uh, Avrilo returns at centre, and um, Fatala Mariner. He uh, was to return last week, missed that through illness. He's there in 23, could come back this week. So, Mick Potter's going to have, what, two, three days with the boys? Mick, Mick Potter revenge game. He knows the Tigers. He knows the, he knows the Tigers organization intimately. <laughs> Despises them, probably rightly so, with the way he was treated. <laughs> and it's his revenge game. It is. What's going to happen, Glenny? Talk us through. I mean, let's face it, this was a fairly evenly matched contest, at least in terms of the general running of the play. I feel the Tigers had the advantage in attack, but uh, otherwise probably was destined to be a fairly evenly contested battle. But uh, now the landscape's changed. Look, I'm superstitious uh, in regards to, as I said in the last episode, you know, if there's a if there's a player that's struggling for form and copping a beating in the media, it just so happens that the, the next game they play is against the Tigers and they kill it and uh, everyone's like, oh, look, look at them go. They've returned to form. Uh, if there's a team that's uh, sacked their coach, miraculously the next team that they play is the West Tigers and the story is and that the narrative come Monday morning um, is... You know, never needed that coach anyway. Look at the great win they've had over the West Tigers. So it's happened far too many times to, to be a fluke. And um, having said that, there is actually no chance that the Bulldogs win this game. Um, I feel like Jacko, Jacko and Jocko in the halves, what could possibly go wrong? Um, Tyrone Peach in the centres, masterstroke match. Um <laughs> <laughs> that was a laugh of someone that's seen Tyrone Beach in the centres for his club. Um, I think Stafford Toa is uh, is doing and he's trying, certainly trying hard at fullback, and he's doing an admirable job. Um, mate, get your foot in the touch before you catch the ball. Fuck's sake. Um, yeah, that was a rough one. Yeah, look, it was a split second, but you just got to make sure of that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, AJ Kapara in centres. I don't know which of our centres concerns me more, if I'm honest. Um, both <laughs> can make a horrible error and uh, have a brain explosion in attack. So, look, if there's any other team other than Dogs, I'd be concerned. Tigers 13 plus. Put your house on it. More you put on, more you get back. Bet with your I mean, mates. I, I still, I still, Unless your mates are I cunts. still think you. Look, as, long, as, long, as, long as, Jack, as long as Jackson Hastings there, I mean, you got ninety percent of the Tigers' output on the field, and and I honestly think that that will be enough. I mean, you know, do you really see? I mean, Fox with Fox, despite them saying what they said, do you see Paul Vaughan as the guy who's going to get the fucking two hundred and thirty meters and forty tackles yeah. in revenge for the news article that came out and hatcheted him through the week? Yeah, no, I think he's just as likely to fucking disappear and do nothing um you know there's the attack in the bulldog side i mean the tigers and i say this you know knowing that it's going to blow up in my face generally speaking though for large portions of games the tigers defense is not too bad 
and I think that the attack that the Bulldogs are generating this season is insufficient to trouble them. Yeah. They're probably going to concede a try or two through something like, you know, uh, you know, like something Burton Burton to Addo Carr. Yeah. Probably. That's probably good for a try or two a game. Yeah. Against the Tigers, let's say it's good for two tries. Yeah. Other than that, I just don't know where the points are going to come from for the, for the Bulldogs. And if Trent was as popular with the playing group as Josh Jackson would have us believe, then it's not really a rebound game, you know, when players rebound because yeah. they've finally got rid of the fucking Wicked Witch and, you know, they're happy and enjoying their footy again. Yeah, it could go the other way. So Correct. This I is the first time the we've played the Bulldogs since getting done 38-0 in the final round of last year. If we cannot get up to win this fucking game to rid some of the fucking pain and anguish of watching that shit, driving three hours to watch that on Father's Day, and, we're, you know... We need to hang it up. Ouch. So there we go, Glennie. So so are you saying you so you, you have kids basketball during the running of this game? Uh his game's at seven, so Damn, that's that's right when the second half's gonna be about the time True. second half kicks off, so unfortunately we can't get the member so going. His games are uh, his games are all videoed, so how good's yeah. that? How good is that? I'm Do you have gonna, that? I'm yeah, but that, that's everywhere, right? So, I, well, I, I don't know, but, it, but it, you, you have it. It's in your your home court and my home court, so yeah, maybe not everywhere, but yeah. Fucking and the stats and like when you when your kid scores, you can fucking yep. go through. Oh, love it! It's absolutely right. love it. Yeah, hit a couple of big threes last week and fucking you know. He's probably watched them back about 600 times. Good on the kid. Um, <laughs> but he might do it on his own this week. I might sit at home and watch Titus. Probably not. Oh, I'd, much rather if watch you're my, gonna, I'd much rather watch yeah. my kid compete, to be honest. If, you're watch, if, if, you're not, if you are actually going to sit at home and watch the Tigers, then we will be on a call <laughs> no. doing a game companion for the second half. Right? No, I've got to so you got, uh, you got, you got to couple, go watch you got, the big dog. You've got a couple of days to decide. All no, right, no, late I'll game be, on I'll Friday. be watching the big dog. There's my decision. <laughs> yeah. Jacko Hastings. Yeah, I knew you were going to say. <laughs> uh, the uh, late game, Parramatta Eels take on the mighty Manly Seagulls. Um, Nucore returns via the bench for the Eels, pushing Cartwright to the reserves. Madison starts lock, Brown benched. Manly side, uh, Burbo out with a shoulder in concern. It looked like he was gone at, before halftime, actually, in that game. Um, Schuster returns on the, on the bench. What's that? Can't handle the rules of first grade. Oh yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't look, look like he's bulk. You know, like yeah, like bulked up enough. Mm. But uh, you know that that comes you know to all of them eventually, I guess. Uh, Schuster returns via the bench. Bullimore is uh, been knocked out of the seventeen, and Davey moves into the starting side. Big bounce back game come from the Manly side. They tend to always go fairly well against the Eels. And fuck me, they need to this week. Um, the eels, f- fuck it, like they're easier. They're they're easier to get a handle on than 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 some sides in the competition. But it it's still it's crazy that they can go from getting destroyed by the Cowboys in Darwin. Yep, beating Penrith and looking fucking amazing, and then. This patchy performance that they had last, you know, the weekend is gone as well. 
consistency is a problem for them. Um, I mean, by the by the by the pattern, this should be a good week for them, but you know, it's hard to say. I guess it depends how how hard Manly bounced back from from their performance last week against Brisbane. So, um, I will say. If you look across the Manly side, and I'm not saying this to be to, to start an argument, but there's more plotters in this Manly side than I can remember any Manly side having for fucking several many years. You've got to be shitting me. We had Morgan Boyle and Corey Waddell as recently as fucking two seasons ago. Dylan Walker and there's none, and there's none of those. Andrew Davy, Sean Kepi. Yeah. Dylan Walker Morgan is one Harper. of the fucking is. If there was in it, using the NBA analogy, like Dylan Walker would be the, the the sixth the sixth man of the fucking year. Interchange of the year, fucking if, tremendous. I guess if fucking intercepts are fucking a stat that fucking wins you awards these days, I don't know. But no. um, look, I mean that's recency bias on your part because I, you know you yeah. don't you don't watch footy and you, you know, I don't you? watch footy. I don't rate <laughs> Dylan Walker. That's what I fucking don't do. The issue is going to be their forwards in their hand. Like that, that's been Manly's, you know, fucking hamstring. I was going to say Achilles' heel, but it's hamstrings that tend to fuck Manly um, <laughs> all, all season. You know, uh, and and it was that that thing last year. Oh well, if Manly can only get their handling under control, if they can only do this, if they can only do that, well, fucking guess what? It's not under. Control. I know how we'll do that. We'll put Morgan Harper in the side again. Um, <clears throat> The big issue is and fucking Kepi. I mean, he's got this like he's got this level of sort of like Mark Carroll sort of hardness to to the way he plays the game, but he also has this level of fucking Jason Hetherington fucking mental retardation to his game as well. And there are players that that have that fucking streak, and yet they harness it and become fucking amazing because they harness all the the aggressive side and the and the stupid shit gets sort of coached out of them and he's really he's he's fucking on the he's on the precipice with me at the moment where it's like maybe it can't be fucking <laughs> maybe, maybe he's one of the guys that you can't fucking get it out he's of he's too far gone know? like I don't, I don't think he's too far gone but like at some point you've got to say like this guy is he is he like is he like a Jared Rory Hargraves kind of guy where the aggression gets tempered eventually and he has goes on to have a great career, or is he like a like a Liam Knight sort of character where he's just a dumb cunt for his or Paul Vaughan where he's just a dumb cunt for his whole life? So he's on the precipice there, and uh, I'd like to see him fucking make a decision and the right decision uh, quickly. Um, yeah, <clears throat> I think you you issues your forward pack all around. Well, I mean, you know, we do have some injuries in the in the forwards that we're trying to cover at the moment, but um, I really wish we could get some fucking troops back and fit troops back at that. Um, I don't think Bullingwell's been given a, a the a massive chance that he that he should have been given. I don't think he's played poorly or anything, but he seems to be certainly scapegoated from last week anyway. Um, and like Marty Tapao, we know that cunt's just fucking. Oh, he's already he's just fucking door, rolling his wheelchair. He's he's rolling his wheelchair into fucking yeah into the, the thing is he doesn't have a contract with us for next year. So you would think logically, I don't think he's going to retire. I don't think he has any plans to retire. So you would go okay. So this guy's in what we would call 
the contract year. Yeah. Where he should be playing out of his fucking... He should be playing so well that I'm complaining and saying things every week like, oh man, I wish he wasn't leaving next year. I wish he hadn't signed with such and such or I wish he wasn't going next yep. year because the guy's got so much more to offer. At the moment, I'm like, fucking... What do you got? Paul yeah. Vaughan, fucking let's go. Let's do a player swap right now. That's like, it. <laughs> I'd swap him for almost anybody, yeah. which is I, uh, which is terrible. I'm sorry. As much as I would love to see Parramatta get fucking rolled, I can't. I can't pick against him in this one. No, we smashed him twice last year, and we'll do it again. Trust. <laughs> <laughs> the Dragons take on the Warriors down at Netstrata Jubilee Stadium. Okay, Dragons side, as we spoke about last episode, um, Cody Ramsey comes in at fullback. Sloan out of the 17. Jetski is named to start in the second row with Josh Maguire out. And uh, Michael Molo is named for his debut in number 17 on the interchange. Oof. So Frank's made some threats. It's gone from murderous Frank to the fucking... Yeah, it's gone from... It's gone from fucking uh, murderous Frank to the gruesome twosome. And... um, Oh, unlucky Warriors. You think you've been slaughtered this season. Just wait. <laughs> Shit's gotten real. Um, the Warriors side. Um, Harris returns to the starting side after being benched last week. Aitken's back in the second row. Murchie shifts to lock. Uh, Penne to bench and Katoa out of the 17. No love. Think this is uh, a- no love from the boogies for the Warriors. These Dragons are fucking $1.60 favourites. Look, they, play, they, they played pretty well last week. They didn't. Yeah, they really didn't. They, they played they, pretty well last week. And, uh, they played I'm, a game of football last week. I'm tipping the Warriors for an upset here because they've Oof. got points in them. And St. George are not a defensive powerhouse. No, but the but the Warriors aren't a defensive anything. They're not. But... They don't actually play defense. They literally leave the field and drink Gatorade while the other team has the ball. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going the Warriors for an upset. For yeah. me, I feel like the Warriors are kind of they're holding. I think they're holding their emotion and their and their real their their ability to dig in and play out a game properly. I think they're holding it back for a couple of weeks until when they when they get back over in New Zealand. I think they've got their eye ahead on the Mount Smart game. Yep. Um, given what there. I said before, the Warriors, back to Mount Smart first game in two seasons there. Mm-hmm. Guess who they're playing? West Tigers. Yep. Yeah. West Tigers. <laughs> Fantastic. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Love it. The theory checks out, Glennie. You know Nate and I do the scheduling, yeah? We're employed by the NRL. Oh, fucking, why wouldn't you be? Fucking People luminous. complain about the draw all the time. We'll fucking, you know, run run at us. Why do you think Penrith luminous. plays Melbourne once? Why do you think Melbourne plays at home every week? It's Nate's idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah all, that, all that part was Jay's. Yeah. Uh, we, do, we do eight teams each. <laughs> <laughs> he was doing well the Melbourne one, so he, could, so he could, he could do, do the Melbourne one, so Penrith could keep ducking him all season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, Jay. I think uh, I think the Warriors win this one. And, uh, and actually, comfortably, too. Ben Hunt masterclass. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I fucking said it. I ben think Hunt, Warriors win because fuck the Dragons and fuck their fans. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, yeah. All of them. Feel that way. Because they're and, all like, cunts. I'm not kind of disagree with you. Talk I'm just man. looking at it from straight footy, though. The North Queensland Cowboys take on the Melbourne Storm up there at the Abattoir. I'll tell you what, they're playing up there every week, too. 
Um, there was obviously the meeting of two teams that play at home every week, <laughs> and the Cowboys. They won. They won this one. Uh, look, it's a big test for the Cowboys. There's no changes to their lineup as of yet. The Melbourne Storm have Hughes returning at, at half, so uh, which pushes Cooper Johns back to where he belongs out of the seventeen. Um, Big Nelson, he's out though, and Brandon Smith has been named at prop, starting prop at that, and uh, Alex Alec McDonald joins the bench. Chris Lewis out of the seventeen. And uh, he's replaced by uh, Big Dino. So, the Storm. Uh, you know, this is one of these games where I think the Cowboys are looking to, to big test to prove themselves, prove the legitimacy of their, you know, their resurgent form this season. The Storm, look, the Storm are there to be, are there to be taken because, I mean, whilst they do have Jerome Hughes back, they're still short a number of good players, a number of great fucking players. Agreed. I think this will be a great game, and I think it's probably a good I think test gonna be, for the Cowboys. There's going to be a bounce back. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a bounce back factor for the Storm. They will not play that yeah. badly. I think it's a bounce back for the Cowboys. They were they were humbled last week against the Tigers. Uh, I think the Tigers, you know, probably showed them uh, gave them a lesson in resilience, and I think they'll they'll take that into this game against the Storm. And I'm going to take. The Tip the Cowboys in an upset. Mm, I, I'm not sure the Cowboys are storm level yet. I think this will be a great test, and I think they'll go into this game with with no no doubt that they can win and they'll play like that. But there's probably just a few little areas that the Storm are that they have been good at for longer that'll that'll get them home here. So um, yeah, I just thought it's. I mean, like it's a. The Cowboys have, have had defense as a trademark of their of their wins this season, and I just think the Storm side, as listed per the program for this week, is a different proposition to one that's got Big Nelson trampling through the middle, and you know Pappy running a muck, you know getting yeah. touches from any part of the field. Um, the Storm, you know, should have should have a little bit more direction and structure with the the re-addition of, of Jerome Hughes to the side, but. I still think their attacking potency is far below what it has been. So, and with a team that's, you know, prides themselves on defense like the Cowboys, I mean, it makes their task easier. Yep. And it's just a matter of what the Storm can do to stem the flow of points from the Cowboys side. So who are you tipping, mate? Fuck, man. Like, honestly, I'm sure I'm... Look, I, fa- I favour the Storm, but I don't know if that's just be- if it's just you know biased towards you know the historically better side over the past however many fucking years. But mm. like, I think the Cowboys. This is, I mean, this is the best chance they're going to get against the Storm. I think at home. Yeah, it is against a, against a legitimately weakened opponent. I mean, it, it certainly does even the playing field somewhat. But look, I'm just going to go Storm by a field goal. How about that? Okay. Storm, the, the storm by by via a Brandon Smith burrow over under the sticks Oof. when it matters most. There you go. The Roosters take on the Panthers at the SCG. The Roosters side have lost uh, Victor Radley with Butcher replacing him at lock. Uh, Collins returns via the bench. And uh, Watson named Hooker, Hutchinson interchange. Panther side unchanged. And why would it be? Why would it change? Um, look, 
the Roosters certainly went up a peg um, from where they'd been. They were a much more complete team. They executed much better. Uh, there were fewer errors. But Parramatta didn't give them a lot of resistance. you know. And, and as we spoke about, um, two of their tries were directly from Gutho fuck-ups. And they're playing against the New South Wales fullback apparent uh, in Dylan Edwards. Um, statistical leader in all the categories that matter for fullbacks uh, this season and most of the categories that matter for forwards so um, you know it's the 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 numbers are coming up more and more everywhere you look for for Dylan Edwards so and yet and yet the chances of Dylan Edwards playing in state of origin side are, are, are are equal to what they've ever been I suspect one game at state of origin level for Dylan Edwards will Put paid to ever hearing anything about Dylan Edwards playing Origin more and more. Uh, you are not allowed to all. say anything about fullbacks playing We're gonna State of Origin after your club gave us the fucking limp dick rag doll that got Gordon <laughs> Tallis over the sideline. Okay? That literally made Gordon Tallis's career, his only career highlight. You know? You, you, have a, you have the same right to comment in this discussion about State of Origin fullbacks as Wayne Bennett does, about fucking genetic strength. Mm. <laughs> uh, Panthers going to win this easily. Extremely hurtful. 30 plus. 30 plus, I was going to say that. They will, the Roosters they will are blow the, the Roosters, Roosters are a different apart. proposition. They're uh, a different proposition without Radley, and they don't have a hooker until next year. Moses I Leo don't see the Panthers having any problem. Luke Keary, um, as will James Fisher-Harris. The Rabbits take on the Raiders in Dubbo. Uh, Jacob Host is out. Uh, People starts in the back row in his second appearance in the NRL. The Raiders side, Whiten returns, which pushes Schneider out of the 17. Frawley remains in the halves at seven. Wolford retained at hooker with Adam Elliott in the reserves. Mm. Honestly, it is fucking rough on Brad Schneider. To get removed from the seventeen entirely after his fucking heroics last week, and uh, and honestly, the Raiders' form this year has not been as good as it has been in the last couple of weeks when Jack Whiten wasn't fucking there. This is the thing; yep. it's been joked about in the Facebook group a bunch. I've seen it bandied about on Twitter. You know, no no Whiten equals success. You're hearing it more and more. Yeah. Um... You know, is that going to be our next T-shirt? This week at least, <laughs> hearing it more and more. <laughs> Love it. Um, is, look, is that our YKTR? It's y- YHMM. Um, <laughs> it, it, again, for a, for a team that has proven to be so, so susceptible to being in their own heads, um, fuck, if he comes back and they lose in the second half again, they're in all sorts. They are in fucking all sorts. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, like, it, like it, is it just me or would it, would it not be the worst move ever to, you know, keep Schneider in there and then maybe, you know, put Whiten in at centre instead of Sebastian Chris or something? Oh, Get him in the field outside of the organisation side of things. Let him utilise his running game and not ever, ever fucking kick it dead. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Although we'd still probably but, um, put in short kicks from centre and like boot them all <laughs> yeah, into the fucking yeah. fourth well, row. 
not short enough. Like he's the, he's the only man in the world that kick a field goal when he's trying to do a grubber. <laughs> mm. Interesting to see the progression from Zach Wolford as well. Yeah, no, I still think the yeah. Raiders should win and, this one and win it comfortably. Wow, I'm going to tip South against the Rabbits. Yeah, I think yeah. South are going to win too. To be honest, and I don't know about comfortably, but I think I, yeah, I think I think South have got them. Um, How long's Cam Murray out for? That's that's the biggest story. For enough sex. to rule him. Enough to rule him out of Origin. So Pulled he's out, out for a decent okay. amount of time. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure what the exact figure is, but I know he's, that he won't be in Origin. Okay. Um, okay, so the Titans take on the Sharks at uh, Hope Solo Coliseum. Unchanged lineup for the Gold Coast Titans and the Sharky side. Okay, so Nico Hines returns the half with a quickness. And former Rugby Sevens Olympian Lockie Miller is named fullback. Trindle drops to the bench. Fanukin is out. And uh, Hunt comes in at prop. Graham starts with Wilton benched. And Fafita joins the interchange in 17. Mm-hmm. That was something that we didn't talk about uh, for the Sharkies game last week as well, is how fucking far that the game, the game of Rugby League has passed Wade Graham by. Is it the game of rugby league? Absolutely, oh, I think he's yeah. Well, just I far, just far the time, really. But short of like a run, he, he's yeah, he's yeah, very fucking short of a run. I don't think you'd yeah. be able to catch up to a run. Like it, the the more I think, I mean, you see players that like hang on too long or you know retire too soon and all that sort of thing. I think that I think Wade two I'm games fucking, back. I fucking love the guy, but he. That he, I think he was part of the problem with the Sharks last week. Shit came to him and died mm. in that game. And, yeah, I don't know if we're, if we're ever going to see him back to the point where, you know, he earns his spot on that side on, on more than name value. That's a big call. I said it. That's it. He's, well, they, just, just to be clear, Wade Graham is finished... And will never play well again. Is what I'm saying. (laughs) My theory extends to any regional groups from one through twenty. Oh fuck! (laughs) Park football, social touch, Jesus, anything. (laughs) That's it. He's done. There you go. Now, cursed. It's over. I'm sorry, Wade. I love you, mate, but it's over. I hate to hate for you to hear it on a podcast, but it's it's, it's from a complete stranger. (laughs) But I'm here to tell you, your career just ended. Yep, yep. It's done. That's us. Do you boys know anything about this? uh, This young man, Lockie Miller. I don't. No. No, if he's a rugby union player, I can assure you, I know nothing about him. Yeah, so, and then and then rugby sevens, which is like a, yeah, you know, such a such an unrelated minor form so, of the look, of the code. He's an Olympian. Yeah. So you would hope, you would hope, growing up as an Olympian. Now, I would all the well, respect. He grew up as a rugby world. player. Yeah, but but again, as an as an Olympian. He doesn't get the fanfare yeah. and the the other bullshit that that a a rugby union player would get, or a rugby league player for that matter. So let's hope here that that's given him some humility, 
and an actual, oh, fuck, you need to work hard in your sport. Um, maybe. I don't know. Just hypothesizing. Hope he has a good match. Yeah. And, look, let's face it, I mean, if you can take a high ball... So, yeah, and, white, and, white private school kid, perfect for the Sharks. <laughs> exactly. I mean, they probably got they probably they probably got him from fucking. He was probably scouted personally for him by Scomo. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, probably. Yeah, I hear he is a member of the Young Libs. Um, yeah. Look, and, the Sharks are going to bounce back though this week. You reckon? They were fucking. I don't think that their loss was embarrassing. The, the Sharks as the loss or the that Libs? The, the Warriors had against them. Oh, the Libs. I think I think oh well you so say you're saying that like the so as as the sharks go then so the libs will go on the weekend, is that what you're saying? Look, you know, correlation is not causality, but sharks don't need plus. Is that your I prediction think sharks are gonna win election, easily. Sorry? Is that your prediction for the election? Scomo thirteen plus. Yep. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh. We've made you say some stuff at the start of shows, you know, this in, this year and last year, but that's, that's the worst thing you've said on this show in fucking <laughs> five, six years. No, it's the greatest thing because he's got no idea what he's just done. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Do you know how many bullshit fucking Simpsons memes I'm going to have to look at now? Fuck you, Glenn. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't look at them, mate. Don't look at them. You did. You did this to Just us. Just fucking Glenn. scroll on, yeah. scroll on through. God damn it. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, that's it for the games. Nice. As always, if you want to support the show, patreon.com forward slash tool nation. Get amongst it. Um, much more stuff to come, merch to come. I had another idea for a shirt that I'll, I'll uh, table with you guys later on. We just, we just I, fucking gave you an idea for a shirt, cunt. Yeah, yeah is... and another one, like I'm saying, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm fucking... I'm, oh, I'm I've had a great idea for market. a shirt, guys. What do you think of you hearing it more and more as a shirt? What do you think? Yeah, yeah, no, not not that. Look, as Fuck the person who comes up with the fucking every every idea for everything, Glenny, I'll let you have that little one, but I've got another one additional to that because mm. that's what I am. I'm a fucking creativity fucking fountain. Every idea for everything. First ever this week in league shirt was fucking my design, my idea. From start to finish. Hey, hang on, hang Shut on a minute. Your design, your design. Are you saying? And fucking who did who did the fucking trust us shirt? <laughs> Talk a lot of shit for someone that's done fuck all. Yeah, your 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 design, mate. Is that right? Yes. <laughs> I stand. By, I said what I said. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. He's the Jackson Hastings. We'll he, makes, he makes he makes you better. <laughs> He put you in a six and reimagined you. Yeah, yeah. He's fucking ju- you're the he's, fucking he's Luke fucking, Brooks of this organisation. <laughs> Get to make it our shirt, cunt. Yeah, you're the fucking you're, you're the fucking Jackson Hastings of the organisation. Touching you're fucking touching yourself 120 times a game and not doing fucking shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Producing not one fucking drop. Oh, good. Um, cracking the episode this That's week. It. The topic is uh, listeners' biggest fears. So it's going to get raw. Yep. It's going to get emotional. We're going to make fun of Glenn for being afraid of clowns. Oh, uh, fuck. You make so fun of me for all of them. Fucking Patreon dot something. Better than OnlyFans. 
We're not fucking. We're not doing that tonight, though, are we? No, we're not. That's my biggest. Fear. No, we're not going to. We're not. We're not doing it tonight. And so, yeah, my biggest fear is re- is recording podcasts after eleven p.m. Um, on a school night. Um, but but uh, so fur- but further to that, I'm not. I'm not entirely happy with the number of responses we've got yet for that episode too. So, consider this an official call out for more of our patrons to get their shit together. It's not weak and, uh, to hit speak. us up via the normal. Sh- it's not exactly. weak to speak, members. And you know what? Let, let's broaden it. It doesn't have to be your biggest fear. It could be a friend of yours' biggest fear that you've seen. The biggest or fear know you've about. ever seen demonstrated by, by someone in your orbit Which or is yourself. Because you're too much of a coward to say it's your fear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and so, <sighs> so let, let let me just let me just say that it is already it is understood and it is implied that your biggest fear is responding to a call out for questions on a podcast members episode see how well we treat our fucking patreons join up <laughs> pay money exactly. to get this experience for yourself <laughs> <laughs> that's it fellas uh talk to you fuckers next week love it Fuck see you, Nathan. see ya are on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns